Happy autumn, everybody. My name is Meredith. This is the backup plan. If you're just tuning in, I am going to be having a baby with my gay best friend, hopefully in the new year. Hopefully that happens quickly. We've already given it two goes. Didn't work. And here's an update for you guys. I actually made an appointment with Kind Body, which is a great facility that assists in IVF and IUI. And they also offer fertility testing. So I have an appointment with them within this next week to just kind of talk through some options and see what different things are available, you know, regardless whether or not I use them. It's always good to know. So next week, I'll probably have an update there on that. Otherwise, I noticed a couple years ago, I was writing in, I had a little five-year journal. And every night, I just write a little you know, a couple sentences about what happened that day. And each page is dedicated to a specific date. So I noticed that every single year around the same time, I would write a little entry about like, I was so tired today. And I realized that I'm just wildly affected by the seasons. And so every time we're coming up on a new seasonal change, I get tired, I get a little bit mopey. And Shout out to my seasonal effectiveness girlies out there. And guys, if any of you out there have hints or tips about how you deal with seasonal effectiveness disorder, please let me know because I could use any kind of little boost right now. Yesterday, I ended up after work painting my garage (laughs) because it was just something I could stand back and look at and be like, I did that. I did something. You know, I think it's post-COVID. I think it's not getting pregnant. I think it's a number of things that are just kind of making me feel real blah. Functional, but blah. So this week, I wanted to take a little bit of time to talk about the Prego Expo and the Create Her event that I went to on Friday. Because man, guys, I just dove into the deep end of the baby pool last week. And I was kind of wondering if going to an event like this was going to feel weird or strange or like I shouldn't be there because, you know, I was hoping to go and be like, yeah, I just took a pregnancy test. I'm so excited. But instead, I just kept repeating the same story over and over again of like, well, I'm trying. And people are like, oh, yeah, I understand. It's difficult. I'm like, well, uh, added level of difficulty. My partner in this is in Washington, and we're not together. And I'm not doing I'm doing it alone, but I'm not doing it alone. And I'll tell you what, the best place to feel like, I don't know, welcomed and and surrounded by people who understand fertility challenges, whatever they may be. Hey, it's a pregnancy expo. So it turns out it was exactly the right place for me to be. And, you know, it was just really exciting to share my story with people who were really excited to see it. You know, I am living this journey and it feels like old hat to me. But when I tell people about exactly what I'm doing, they are like so tickled. So I you know, again, it was just kind of a reiteration of like, oh, I'm doing the right thing here. And I'm sharing it with the right people. And a lot of folks were telling me that they were, you know, excited to tune in. So if I met you at Create Her, hi, I'm so glad you're here. I'm so glad you're listening. 
So a little bit of background about the expo and, and what it is. It was founded 10 years ago by Samantha and Juliana Geisler. Geisler, I don't want to pronounce their names wrong, but I don't have a phonetic spelling of it. Um, their sisters-in-law who live in the Orlando area and from the Prego Expo website, it says you only have nine months to plan for this huge life-changing event. In that time, you need a pediatrician and a lactation consultant. You need to know which stroller to buy and whether or not you'll need that expensive changing table. It can be overwhelming, and we get it because we've been there too. That's why we've put together the most knowledgeable vendors, specialists, services, and products in one area. We want pregnant women to come in and learn something new or feel more settled in their planning. We are all about finding unique businesses that cater to pregnant women and new mothers and create her the special event that I attended seems to happen only in Los Angeles and is held annually the day before the Prego Expo. And it's specifically for content creators. And the tagline on the website says that it's, you know, to develop your social media content creation and branding skills and to listen to keynote speakers and participate in workshops, activities and competitions. And it's really for you to meet the brands who are looking for creators to partner with. And so I decided to go to this instead of the Prego Expo proper because I thought that it would be a little bit more targeted. I'd be able to talk to companies who were expecting to talk to folks who are peddling their wares. And I was right. It was a great day. And I had some really great conversations. And I'm going to guess that it was a little bit less crowded than it would be at the Prego Expo. Now, I bought the creator pass, which was sort of like the mid-grade pass. You could either attend as just a spectator or I don't remember what the Mac Daddy package was called. Maybe it should be called that. But the creator pass was, I believe, $300, but they offer a couple different discounts throughout the the selling of the passes. So just keep your eyes open for that. Um, It came with the wildest gift bag I've ever gotten at a convention. Um, I don't know how they fit everything into this like little tiny tote bag, but there was like, there was makeup, there were two baby bottles, there was a feeding starter kit, there were full bottles of lotion and shampoo and toys and a book. And like, it was absolutely wild. I'm going to try to do a video about everything that came in the bag. Full disclosure, I did record a haul video, but the sound was like totally whack on it that I can't, there's no way I can release it, but maybe I'll just get my shit together and record another one for you guys, because the stuff that came in there was totally crazy. In terms of some folks that I met there, there were some really great companies that are doing some really cool things. The first company that I wanted to mention is Leche, and they had this they had this banner up behind their booth that said modernizing breast milk and i was like you've got me how do you do that <laughs> like seems pretty straightforward to me but what they do is they freeze dry your breast milk so you send it in and they process it in a lab and they send it back to you freeze dried either in a pouch or in little travel packages and it's a, it's a women-owned company, and I talked to the two founders, Jenny and Trish, and on their website, it mentions that they founded the company when they realized that their breast milk was just expiring in the freezer. It wasn't going anywhere. So they wanted to find a way to make every last drop count by making it shelf-stable, long-lasting, and easy use for you and your family. They were just really cool women doing a really cool thing, and they've got some exciting 
opportunities coming up for them that I'm sure they wouldn't want me to share. But uh, I'll just say that what they're doing and the different organizations that they're working with are really cool. And they're doing some really worthwhile things. So great conversation with them. Definitely check them out. Everybody that I'm going to mention is going to be listed in the show notes here. And I'll have a more robust blog post on the website probably tomorrow or Thursday. So check that out there. Um, The first really great conversation I had as I walked in, I was a little overwhelmed of like, where do I start? Who do I talk to? What do I do with this 10 pound gift bag that I've just received? And Side note, I ended up just walking into the car immediately. I was like, there's no way I'm going to walk around with all this on my arm. Anyway, I came back in and the first booth that I saw was the International School of Los Angeles. And my friend sends her daughter there. And so I was just excited to pop in and it kind of felt like, you know, knowing a friend of a friend at an event. A little bit of information about the International School it's uh, located in Los Angeles. Obviously, it's the International School of Los Angeles. And I know that they have campuses in like Pasadena. I want to say Van Nuys and Los Feliz. You'll have to check their website to see where they have other campuses. But what they do is offer a French immersion track from preschool through 12th grade. And they prepare students for the French baccalaureate and then also the international baccalaureate program for grades 11 and 12. Anything that's international... <laughs> I'm kind of, my interest is immediately piqued. And I just like the way that they kind of think about education and the way that they look to holistically prepare children. Am I thinking about school for my child to be? Yeah, of course, like I am a prepper. But, you know, I I don't know exactly what I want to do with them, but this international program is definitely top of mind. It's something I'm considering. And the women that I talked to were just absolutely wonderful. So if you're considering, I mean, look, I just something that I wish I had as a kid was a dual immersion program, honestly, because I, I just feel stunted when I go anywhere around the world and they're like, start speaking to me in another language. And I'm just like, "Eh, hi, I'm from California. (laughs) Another booth that I stopped at was the Joy of Life Surrogacy Center. And I realized that what they're doing there might like more closely align with what I'm doing here than, you know, the kind of typical heterosexual couple that you'd see at a pregnancy expo. They are more than just a surrogacy agency, um, they're a community. And that was what was really cool. I spoke with the founder who was there. And on their website, they say, whether you're an aspiring parent dreaming of starting a new family or a potential surrogate looking to make a profound difference, we're here to make a process smooth and as rewarding as possible. And what I ended up talking with them about was, you know, different kinds of families and finding different ways to establish a community and different ways to feel connected to people. And they were so sweet in the conversation that I had, they mentioned that, you know, they are there as a support for either the families who are using the surrogate, or they're there for the surrogate as well, that they'll go to doctor's appointments and just help them feel connected in a kind of unique situation. And it was just a really good conversation. I think I want to have them on the podcast coming up soon, because they are, are just so many different ways to become a parent now. 2023, we're living in the future. As I mentioned, the gift bag that I got was ridiculous, and the products that were available at the expo were 
just I just kept hearing my mom's voice in my head going, I wish they had this when you were a baby. I wish they had this when you were a baby. She says that to me constantly. I'm excited to find products that help her since she's going to be co-parenting with me a little bit on this. I'm excited to find products for her that are easier. Like, you know, for instance, I was talking to the folks at Cybex who were lovely about their um, 360 car seats that spin around that just, you know, rather than hunching over into a car and trying to unlatch and, and not hit your head and whatever, you just take that car seat and you whip it around to face you to help buckle them in or get them out. And I love that idea. That's just duh, right? Like, as easy as we can possibly make it as safe as we can make it as well. But anything that's going to make it easier for my mom to help buckle a kid into the car, like I'm down for right. One of the gift bag products was a reusable diaper from a company called Charlie Banana. I highly recommend going to their website because the prints are so cute. And I have always been thoroughly disgusted by the idea of reusable diapers. I'm not going to lie. Like I am all about sustainability. Like I recycle as much as I can. I reuse as much as I can. You know, if I have a water bottle that's been sitting around and I'm done with it, I'm not going to dump it down the sink. I go outside and I water my plants. I save the rainwater that comes out of the gutters. Like I'm, I'm every day in any way that I can be more sustainable, I'm going to look for that option. And diapers is just not one of those places. <laughs> but I stopped and I talked to the women there and I was said, you know, sell me on this, please. Because, you know, I hate the idea of how many diapers would go into a landfill because of me. They they give you options, which is nice. So the diapers that they sell, they've got all these little buttons and snaps around them so that they grow with the baby. So you don't have to worry about buying a number of, you know, what's the point of buying a reusable diaper if you're buying like 10 of them every four months, you know, then you've got all these extra reusable diapers and you're just throwing those away. So they they snap and they fold and they follow your child as they grow. And they have a couple different inserts. So this is where I was like, ooh, okay. They gave me a little gift bag that contains some little, like, it looked like just kind of like a baby wipe, basically, but you put it inside of the diaper so that it, when they go poo-poo, you just fold that up and you can toss just that little part, but you're still reusing the diaper. And they have also some other disposable inserts that you can put in so that rather than throwing away an entire diaper, you're just throwing away a little insert. So the amount of waste that you're creating is basically halved. And I started thinking about it. And as I was talking to them, I said, well, this is kind of like a hybrid model, you know, where you're you're causing much less damage. And they said, yeah, you know, there are definitely circumstances where you're going to need a disposable diaper if you're out on the road or whatever. You're on a flight. Like, yes, do it that way. But, you know, maybe if you're home and, you know, you can catch a kid between, you know, number twos or you have these little disposable sections that you can pull things out, that you can do it that way. And I love that idea. And so maybe I'm coming around to a reusable diaper situation. And while we're on the diaper topic, I also, I met these two lovely women who have a product called La Petite Cream, which is organic diaper care. Um, They're two lovely French women who said that they don't use wipes 
in France. That what they do is they use this like diaper lotion. So you have a cotton pad or a cloth and you squeeze this lotion out. And rather than using a wipe, which has a lot of water that doesn't always dry properly, causes diaper rash, you use this cream. It's only six ingredients. It's olive oil, beeswax, glycerin, limestone, a little bit of water, and vitamin E. And she used the lotion on my hand. I think it was Cecile that I spoke with. It was so soft. And she said, yeah, you know, you don't really have diaper rash in France because we use this. I honestly, like, I just wanted to slather my hands in it. It was (laughs) so nice. And it smelled nice. Like, it was very gentle. So definitely check out La Petite Cream. And then in terms of feeding, there were two different products in particular that I was excited to see. First of which was a company called Mila's Keeper, which is female owned by a woman named Laura Vu. And if she is as lovely as her husband that I spoke with, I, well, then she's very, very lovely. Um, it's a Mila's Keeper is a 20 hour portable breast milk cooler. So it's it's basically like a double-walled stainless steel container, and they have these little glass bottles that you pump into. You drop that into the steel container, and then the top that screws on has an additional little lip on the inside that you can screw a cooler pack that you freeze in there so that when you're on the go, you can pump, keep the breast milk cool and safe, and when you're done breastfeeding, you've got a very groovy little container. Because it's called Mila's Keeper, all of their branding is M's and K's, which as a Meredith Kate, I really like. Definitely check them out. It's, It's a really cool little product. I've been seeing them all over Instagram. And so to talk to them IRL was very cool. Also along the lines of feeding, I was excited to see in person the Emulate bottles, which basically look like boobs. (laughs) they're they're shaped like boobs the nipple looks like a boob nipple like the whole thing and what's really interesting is that you download their app and you do a heat map of your breast and it determines like what size nipple is most like yours that they sell and there are six i want to say different colors that you can choose from which i love because when you go to buy products that are quote unquote nude colored, usually it's like a Caucasian nude. I hate that. Like it really, really bothers me when I buy nail polish that is nude or I buy pantyhose that are nude, whatever. And it it's not, that's not nude for everybody, right? So they have these different color nipples that match what you look like. And I just think that's really, really cool. And I was excited to see them in person and see how they worked. I think it's a really cool option for folks who can't breastfeed or who do and, you know, need an additional option or for dads when moms are on the go or for moms when moms are on the go. You know, <laughs> it's a it's a really cool product. and It was really cool to see. So overall, it was a really great event. Highly recommend attending Prego Expo. In terms of Create Her it was nice to be at a focused event, right? So that when you went up to these companies and started talking to them about what you do and how you might like to collaborate, they're expecting that conversation, right? But 
I was kind of hoping for more panels or more information about how to share your journey a little bit better online or like learning social media skills or whatever. But that's neither here nor there. If you're going to be attending as a spectator, you're going to have a great time. You're going to feel like you fit in. It, it was a very inclusive and it was a very happy environment. The location that it was held at was also interesting. I've always driven by it. It was at Magic Box, which is in downtown LA, kind of near LA Live. You'll see it from the 10 as you drive into LA from the east. It's a it's that big building that has like three or four huge billboards that are are digital up on the side. So it was cool to be inside that building there. Um, they had parking right there. It was $20, which is what it is. But it was really nice to be able to run all the free gifties out to the car. <laughs> so I found that that was definitely worth it. And, you know, what I learned while I was there was just that, you know, I am in the place that I need to be and I am on the right path. The more I told people about what I'm doing and shared my story, the more excited I got about it and realized that I'm really onto something special here and that it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. You know, like I said, I had only just found out that I wasn't pregnant and it was nice to be surrounded by, you know, a lot of people would reach out and like squeeze my hand or whatever. And it was just nice. It was, it was good to be a part of that whole community. And I'm just so looking forward to when I am pregnant <laughs> and I can buy all these goodies um, because I'm the kind of person who will join a thing for the t-shirt. So <laughs> like, I just get excited about the stuff. And I've already got like, now I have a basket full of things in what eventually will be the baby's room. Just waiting for them. Just waiting. So that concludes this week's episode. Before I depart, I wanted to thank our Australian reviewer on Apple Podcasts. Uh, somebody with the username Vangabus, which I'm obsessed with, just, you know, threw in a little five star, you know, love this pod review. But it was back in August and I didn't see it because the default in Apple Podcasts is to just show you American reviews. If you want to see reviews from different countries, you have to drop down a menu and choose each country individually. So if you send in a review and you don't live in the States, please let me know um, so that I can go read it and feel touched and happy. Thank you. Thank you for all the support. Please remember to follow on Backup Plan Pod on Instagram. And if you want to follow me personally on Instagram, it's Meredith K8. It's down in the show notes. Because please remember, I'm going to be taking the month of December off to regroup and to travel. And if you want to follow along with what I'm doing with my lovely, adorable little mother, you can follow along there and see the videos of us at a variety of Christmas markets around Europe, which it's a bucket list trip and I just cannot wait for it. I need a vacation like I can't even tell you. Thank you all for your continued support and have an excellent week. The Backup Plan is created, produced, and hosted by me, Meredith Kate. Julian Hagens is my co-producer. You can find us on social media at Backup Plan Pod. The best place to get updates is to sign up for our newsletter at BackupPlanPod.com, where we also post all episodes, show notes, and transcripts. Thank you for listening.